Welcome to Season 3 of Breaking Free. I'm Rania Kurdi, a confidence life coach, comedian and mother of two. I invite you to join me bi-weekly for confidence tips and interesting chats with my guests who either work in fields that help develop confidence or who have had a personal story to share about their journey of breaking free and living with more confidence and purpose. Hi, it's just me and you today, sharing about the confidence it takes and bravery to speak up. Sometimes about big things, but sometimes even the simple, small things are hard. But I must uh, put a warning out there that I will be talking about sexual abuse. So if this is a trigger for you, please don't listen to this episode. Okay, so why is it so hard sometimes to even say simple things? to speak up and be heard. Being heard, that can be a scary thought to some. Feeling worthy enough to take up space and the time and attention of others, that could be an impossible task if you've been ignored growing up. If getting noticed made you a target for bullies, perhaps, you're 100% going to feel it's unsafe to stand out and be different, aren't you? I mean, notice how many teenagers wear the same trainers, jackets, have the same hair, carry the same bag. What is that? It's not just fashion. It's protection. So they're not singled out. So they're not noticed too much and called names. You know, why else would a teenager freak out at their parents that I've got to have those trainers? You don't understand. Everyone wears those. I can't wear something else. It's dangerous. It's dangerous to to stand out and not wear something else and be made fun of. It's not just because you want to be cool, but you want to be safe. Many people who've experienced sexual abuse will also hide behind plain clothes, you know, all in black, um, gain weight to protect themselves. That's why so many people who lose weight then gain it back. Even though that's what they've always wanted, when they lose the weight, they're triggered by something and... That makes them gain it back, but they don't realise that there's been a trigger. And that trigger could be the sudden attention that they get from others noticing the difference in them or treating them better. It can feel really intimidating and take them straight back to unhealthy habits if they haven't dealt with the trauma that led to that fear and protective behaviour. And speaking up about big things is scary because of the attack you'll get from the opposing side from those who disagree with you, those who will question, what gives you the right to say that? How perfect are you then if you're going to point out the imperfections of someone else? So many women don't speak up about sexual abuse because they're scared of not being believed or of attracting more anger from their aggressor or of people questioning what they had done wrong to attract that. I'll come back to that in a minute, but... I want to talk about solutions to these fears that hold us back first. I believe that confidence can be gained by starting small. And small steps, they start a ripple effect. It's amazing. When you try it, you'll see how things just start developing and changing by themselves. But it has to start with one small, brave step from you. And I've got so many examples of that, recent examples of that, that I could share with you. Um, that I felt myself. So even as someone who would be considered as confident and um, I take risks and I dare to do things that are out of my comfort zone, 
There are other things like going to the gym that I used to find so difficult. I just don't find it interesting enough, first of all. And I can't um, stick to routine and consistency in a lot of things that I do. And as a highly sensitive person, I get irritated by the strong lighting, maybe the sound of the air condition, uh, the different TV screens playing things and the sound of the running machines. All of that can make me feel like I just want to get out of there. So I discovered that there was a tiny little gym above the bank um, that was made really to encourage the elderly to move a little bit. So they were just resistance, weight resistance machines that you would sit on for, I can't remember now, probably two minutes each or something like that. Um, And you just do the circuit, it would be done in half an hour and that's it. And then they'd have some classes um, that were named things like oldie goldies or (laughs) things like that, that were light, you know, nothing hardcore, Uh, a bit of hula hooping, that sort of thing. And they even had the the special staircase and machine for, you know, anyone who couldn't walk up the steps and and needed help to go up um, on this automatic um, system. So I thought, okay, put shame aside. I'm a fit 40-something-year-old that doesn't need to go here yet, but this might be the way that I will feel, yeah, I can do this daily. So I joined and it worked doing just 30 minutes and being inspired by these older women that were there um, consistently come to classes and had more energy than I did a lot of them because they were consistent with coming Um, and there was a nice atmosphere very you know no one was showing off obviously (laughs) like in gyms sometimes Uh, no one cared about fancy gym wear and I just found it a wonderful way to get me back into feeling fit and interested in then taking that step further. And that step further was a great Zumba class, but it was a bit too slow for me. And so when I talked to the instructor and said that that was fun to dance again, she said, oh, I I give these classes, but not for the elderly in uh, this other gym. And so that's what made me go to this other gym. And then once I started taking those classes, I joined other classes. And before I knew it, I was going daily and I have been for the last three years. And now it's become my way of life. And now I'm fitter and doing tougher classes with weights and all sorts of things. And back to martial arts, you know, next thing I knew, I was uh, joining the jujitsu class and joining the boxing, uh, kickboxing classes. So I found my mojo again when it comes to exercise. Uh, With guitar and singing, for instance, I put that aside and I don't practice enough. So then I'm insecure about actually playing or performing because I know I can't remember which chord goes where and which word is in which part and which verse. And... um, A friend of mine encouraged me to just do karaoke recently and the freedom of being able to sing with the words there and not having to play the instrument just brought back how much fun and and how much I enjoy it and then that encouraged me to 
get on and learn one more song uh, on the guitar and remember my chords again and get practicing. And I went live on um, Instagram or my TikTok, I can't remember, which is Curdy Rania, by the way. Um, <laughs> that's a plug. And, and then that encouraged me to then do something live at a pub that holds some music evenings. Um, and next thing I knew, I was on the streets busking with the homeless because my guitar happened to be with me and I happened to remember a couple of songs and I wanted to help out with raising money busking to get them more attention and talk about what it is to be homeless and to be a refugee and to be a victim of an earthquake. So one thing led to another, but if I hadn't taken that one small step to go out and sing karaoke, would I have busked on the streets to talk about a cause and raise some money? Probably not. So lots of little things like that when we take that first step. And my first step to talk about the the sexual abuse that I went through is through this podcast where it feels like a safe platform for me with listeners that want to listen to the show um, where I've shared in previous um, episode uh, different people's stories and my own um, of sexual assault when I was nine. However, that one I got away from and the one that I haven't shared is that I was groomed by a boyfriend who I believed loved me from the age of 13 to 18. So it's quite a long time to be in a relationship at that age with someone who was taking advantage. And I blamed myself for my promiscuity and being with a boy when I was so young. But it's only with age, therapy and my knowledge and training as a coach myself that I can see how vulnerable I was and how I just needed to feel loved. And that was easy to take advantage of. So when you stay quiet for so long, it's hard to speak up about it or hold someone accountable. Why didn't you speak up earlier? You're asked. Will you, will you remember the details accurately after so many years? You could be asked or accused of what ulterior motives do you have to expose that person now? Is it money? Fame? These are all questions we fear being asked or accusations we fear being accused of. And today, listening to one of my favourite podcasts, I heard actress, director and writer Sarah Polly talk about her new movie, Women Talking, which is nominated for an Oscar. She herself had been sexually abused when she was 16 by a 32-year-old well-known broadcaster, Gianni Gomeshi. She shared that she told this story as a joke about how awful it was when she first met him. What she didn't mention to people when she told them this funny story, and a lot of us, including myself, can make light of something that's very painful, and you entertain others, it's your way of sharing somehow safely, but you're not really sharing the horror of it. Um, she didn't mention her age or his age. And she didn't mention how scared she was or how much he hurt her and how she'd asked him to stop. She had stayed in touch with him and even flirted when she was asked on his show to be interviewed for her films that she'd acted in. 
She knows that her behaviour was because she feared him and I could so relate to that. I even do that in my nightmares, protect myself from someone I fear by flirting and not angering them. I've been in situations where I've used that to make a smooth exit and escape. And other women stay in contact so they can deny to themselves that they were in fact a victim of assault. It's so traumatising for them to accept that perhaps it was assault and they were a victim that they could reach out and and call the perpetrator again themselves uh, or stay in contact. These are all signs of trauma. There is flight, fight, fawn. Fawn is when you're making yourself sort of um, liked or, or you're praising the person in front of you. And not remembering details. These are, these are all signs of trauma. Uh, but these are held against victims of assault in court. Why did you flirt? Why don't you remember? So when Gianni Gomeshi was put on trial for sexual assault because one woman came forward called Lucy and a hashtag went viral saying I believe Lucy when she was questioned for not going to the cops at the time, lots of other women came forward. But he was acquitted. They let him go. Now Sarah wanted to speak up and help those women to lend credibility as a witness But she was told and advised by lawyers that because she maintained contact with him by being on his radio show years later and that she told the story as a funny date to other people, that she wouldn't be the best witness and she stayed quiet. But she feels that there are other ways to speak up when the time is right and the time wasn't right for her with those circumstances and she had a toddler and a baby and... She didn't want to go through the trauma of bringing all of this up and being questioned when she had two little children to take care of and felt more comfortable to do so now that they're grown up and that they can accept and understand as well what she's talking about. So last year, she released a collection of autobiographical essays called Run Towards the Danger, Confrontations with a Body of Memory. And she mentions a wonderful psychologist called Laurie Haskell, who explains that after major car accidents, people don't expect the person to remember details like what were the colours of the other cars that were on the street before this happened, or what were the exact steps that happened before you hit the wall or hit the other car. These are signs of trauma when you don't remember And it's accepted when it's a car accident, but when it's women who've been through trauma of abuse, assault, um, suddenly it's not accepted and it's questioned and and they're thought of as liars, that if they can't remember, they must be lying. And being on trial, she says, feels like a second rape for women and it's not fair to be interrogated in a cruel, punishing and humiliating way. So it's really understandable why so many victims don't speak up. But there are other ways we can share once we feel protected, once we feel that the time is right. And I'm sharing on here a little and it does feel vulnerable. And that's made me feel braver to go one step further to now write and perform my life story as a play on stage. 
And I know stage sounds like it's big and exposing, but to me it feels more private than TV or radio, as I'm sharing with an audience I can see. An audience who has chosen to come and watch theatre and has an open mind to seeing something and hearing something different and seeing something from a different perspective. And my children are now teenagers. And these are all things that we take into consideration before we speak up. So I hope that in me sharing today and being vulnerable and talking about how small steps have a ripple effect and make things happen and the next thing you know, you're feeling confident and ready to speak up. I hope that it motivates you to think a little bit about what you could do that's going to give you more confidence in yourself to do that. Um, that still keeps you safe and still feels okay for you, but also gives you great, great freedom to release that baggage and that pressure and that load that you've kept to yourself for so long. Sending you all love and light and thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of Breaking Free, please share it with your friends or on your social media platforms. And of course, I'd really love it if you can subscribe, rate or review the show. You can reach me directly at raniacurdy.com if you would like to ask a question, comment on what you heard today or find out how I can support you on your journey.